now recording every Not. time without fail. I try and do it. Hello, welcome. I'm going to take my leg off my desk before I destroy your eardrums, which I already did taking it down. Today I, is it's okay. Uh, January the 20th, we probably listen to this on Monday the 23rd. Um, so I, I mentioned last week that there were some things being revealed this week, and they have been revealed. Including but not limited to, oh, I'm scoot that's food, including but not limited to the new Van Wall Vanderville. Now, you probably like Van Wall, that's the company that uh, won the 1958 Constructors World Championship in F1 and then immediately went bust. And I'd be like, you are correct. Or if you're a normal person, you would be like, who the fuck is Van Wall? <laughs> Can we at least go with the twenty seconds rule for swearing? Nah. <laughs> was that was that twenty seconds? I think so. Maybe. Anyways, <laughs> only five hundred of these sporty. Okay, hold on. I need to back up further before I go into that. Yeah. So, Van Wall has been recently bought been bought by a company called Bicoles. Bicoles has been making LMP cars for WEC, um, or the World Endurance Championship, since 2012, and they've been doing it in top class since 2014. But they've dropped out over the past couple of years, uh, in part of a few reasons, uh, main of them being money, but another one being WEC now requires that you are either sponsored or directly distribute uh, production vehicles. They don't really want just, you know, uh, like a guy out of his garage making, you know, uh, hypercars right now. They, they they want car brands. Like, that's and fun. Now, Bicoles was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll buy Van Wall and we'll make a, an electric hatchback because that makes sense. Uh, so the Van Wall Vanderville... Uh, like I said, 500 copies, uh, and this will be $138,000 and 500 on top of that a pop. Uh, I phrased that weird. I did a lot of copy and pasting in the research for this episode. This episode is going to go great. Um, Very cool. But a standard Vanderville S, as the full name, by the way, has an electric powertrain of 320 horsepower, 325 kilowatt battery, which gives it uh, zero to sixty-two miles per hour in a hundred. Zero to sixty-two miles per hour in four point nine seconds. Uh, less powerful model can travel up to two hundred eighty miles. What? Oh, this is the less powerful model. This big brain. <laughs> big, brain big brain. I should at least read through what I copied. You should. Yes. Before yes. The episode just to make sure the i just see numbers and i'm like mm, good uh mm. this less powerful model can travel up to 280 miles on a single charge um though there's no details available about the battery the vanderbilt s plus in turn has a uh 261 mile range but a significantly more powerful 580 horsepower electric drive system both versions have all-wheel drive, and the plus model accelerates to 62 miles per hour in 3.4 seconds, 
and after reading through all that and putting all the information together in my brain, I can confidently say, if you're only making 500, why are you making multiple versions? Just make the top one. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me until just now. Oh, boy. Why, why bother making lesser ones? I mean, I guess... No, not really. I was about to say maybe 138,000's not... Like it's like at the edge of upper what an upper middle class person can afford, so someone might get the lower version. No, I mean someone might one. get the lower version. Just honestly, just you know what people will get though? What the Corvette E Ray? Oh, one hundred percent they will. Because guess what? You know what you get when you put a hybrid electric motor inside of a Corvette? Uh, well, you get the Corvette E Ray. Uh, basically, what they did was they took the typical Stingray engine and they slapped a 160-horsepower electric motor to it to bring the total up to 665 horsepower. Um, it'll do 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. It can, it can operate solely on electric for um, up to 45 miles per hour. So, uh, you know, you can you can cruise around a little bit at that speed. But the battery is... One fiftieth the size of a typical EV battery, so that's one point nine kilowatt hours. Not much. <laughs> that's not a lot of battery, to be quite honest. There's an I I estimate the range is about six miles on that one. There is no official listing for the range, uh, but it's not going to be a lot. Um, there were some slight styling changes, like it's a little bit wider, but honestly, nobody cares. So, yeah, it's a Corvette with an electric motor inside of it. Who who could complain? All right. So I have a story for you. It's about a man. A man who will we will call John. Who we will will call John. <laughs> who we will call John. Now, John is headed about up to here with just how life is going. So he decides that he's just going to run forest run through the highways of North Carolina in his tractor. Now the police don't care too much for this and they're going to come try and pull him over. Several spike strips, uh, shot tires, and a taser battle later, it finally comes to rest after what I think is multiple hours. Let me double check. It was a long police chase. Point is, someone got police chased in a, a tractor, in a John Deere tractor, and an old one, too. Like, one that doesn't even have, like, walls. It just has, like, the top for when it's raining. Like, this is an old tractor. Yeah, you really gotta wonder, what will drive a man <clears throat> to get in a police chase in his John Deere tractor? Uh, roughly uh, around 20 miles per hour top speed. Yep. I mean, it's not like the tractor can go any faster, so. Anyway. Well, no, that's, never mind. I meant there was a top speed of the tractor. Yeah. Volkswagen. pushing it faster, sorry. You know Volkswagen? That, no. that little company. Uh, Never you, heard of them. You know, the, the people who really, really are big fans of diesel and all that. And, <laughs> uh, and definitely aren't still lying about their diesel emissions. Well, you know what they're doing. They are suing the state of Illinois. 
Because the Illinois House and Senate passed a law in 2021 requiring manufacturers to pay dealers at the same rate for warranty work that a customer would have to pay for that same work. Now, if you don't know, it is fairly common practice in the auto industry to pay dealers a lot less for warranty work than if a customer would be paying for that work, which, to be quite honest, if you ask me, is really unfair to the dealer and the mechanic who is doing the work because they're getting paid less too. So I think this law is fairly, you know, reasonable. You know, actually pay people for the work they're doing. It seems like a reasonable thing to do, wouldn't you say? Well, Volkswagen says that this is completely unfair and unconstitutional. In fact, they have They're German. Our constitution does not apply to them. Well, it does when they're doing business here. Well, I know. Yes. The Germans specifically called it crony capitalism that redistributes money without any public purpose. Directly into the pockets of politically favorite Illinois dealers. Basically, phrase uh, crony capitalism redistributing money. Yes, yes, yes. So basically, Volkswagen is just saying those Illinois Democrats don't know what they're doing. They're all corrupt, which, to be quite honest, is fairly accurate. No, not all of them, a large portion. The the percentage has been decreasing over the past few years, I will admit. I'm still waiting for JB to pull something funny. He will. It's well, just a matter of time. let's be honest. Mike Madigan is no longer in office, and that was that was the biggest corruption in Illinois by far. Anyway, um, yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know what Volkswagen is thinking here, to be quite honest with you. This, <laughs> if you ask me, this is a complete nuisance lawsuit. That's what we call this. A lawsuit... It literally makes no sense. Also, funny part about it, that bill passed in the Illinois with bipartisan support. So there wasn't one party that, that was like, hey, yeah, this is great. Both parties voted for it. So it's like, you can't even say politically favored dealers. It's like, both parties were doing it. You know, I think Volkswagen has just lost their mind. My, uh, uh, they they don't want to pay people fairly for the work they're doing. So, you know, take that into consideration next time you want to buy a Volkswagen car. Uh, paying people fairly. Yeah, no, this is just terrible. Um, I don't know if you can hear, but my parents are listening to Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie, quite loudly downstairs. I because can't. the song Bohemian Rhapsody has just come on. Okay, good. I was just checking. If it does come through, I'm sorry. They're, they are like, actually, both both parents are singing. Uh, Incredible. <laughs> anyways. Should put a mic of, on them. Speaking of both parents are singing, Automobile Esterma has done it again. Automobile Esterma has done it again. Can I pronounce it? No. Automobile Esterma Formenia. No, I was going to say the car name. It's too bad. I said it. You ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined it all. Oh, no. Well, anyways, so they've done it again, and they have announced their new car called the Familia. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. The Familia. Um, The Familia. I'm going to call it the Familia. I don't care. 
That's close. The Fulminia. I don't care. The Fulminia is a new ele- all-electric 2,040 horsepower Italian hypercar that is set to hit 200 miles per hour in less than 10 seconds. Which it's hard to find out a rough time on uh, who does good zero to 200 times. But the best I could find was the Hennessy Venom, the original one, uh, that did it in 13 seconds. So that's pretty good. Speaking of pretty good, this car will have a range of over 325 miles and will be able to charge from 10% uh, to 80% in just 15 minutes. Um, that's nearly a 300 kilowatt rate or about 15 miles per range per minute. Uh, until we... Solid state EV hypercar. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you could tell I was reading over etc. words. Uh, Automobile Esterma uh, claims that this pack not only has uh, 100 kilowatt hour capacity, but will also have an energy density of around uh, 227 uh, over pounds. Uh, Watt hours thanks- per pound. Thanks to weighing only 661.39 pounds, that being the battery, um, the whole car with the battery installed will also only weigh around 3,300 pounds, which is really good for not not necessary, not even just like it. it it's really good for like a uh, my brain is misfiring. Just not even just like an electric hypercar, but like a hypercar that's really good. Meaning the battery. No, it's not. Well, okay, my reference is Bugatti, and Bugatti makes heavy cars. Yeah, that but somehow Bugatti intentionally anyways. makes heavy cars. They don't handle well; they just go fast. You don't yeah, need well. to be light to go fast. You need to be light to turn while going fast, which they're notoriously really bad at. Meaning the battery is only about twenty percent of. Uh, total weight. The rest, each wheel will be driven by a single motor, like the Rivian R1T. Uh, the quad motor setup results in the previously stated 2,040 horsepower. So, to me, this sounds like a lot of too good to be true, especially from a brand I've never heard of before in my life. But that being said, if all of this is true, and I think it's plausible, uh, this would be a very epic car. Well, I have a feeling that that battery tech is closely related to something we're going to talk about a little bit later. But honestly, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I'd say one thing I'd be mildly cautious about is I'm not convinced that they've actually tested that 0 to 200, and I have a feeling they're just Oh, no, they're definitely it, just claiming and it. that's not really how that works. But, you know, you do you, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, GM is investing in new V8 motors. <laughs> what a surprise. GM, the company who's been uh, notoriously slow to hop on the EV train, which is, uh, you know what, fine. That's that's actually, you know. You do you. You do you. Um, is spending $854 million on manufacturing a new V8, which is pretty based if you ask me. <laughs> Also, you know? I would argue that GM is, like, average on hopping on the electric bandwagon. Like, they're doing better than Toyota and Stellantis. I'll give them that. 
That is true. They actually have an EV. <laughs> they, they actually well, Toyota has one, but it's not. I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, um, I haven't seen a BZ4X3562 yet. Now, I, I want to make a slight disclaimer here. Uh, they did also in this round of funding spend some money on EVs. Now that was sixty-four million dollars. Uh, that's a small portion of eight hundred and fifty-four million. Well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no other way to put it. Basically, they they spent more than ten times on this new V8 than they did on EV gen, de- development and production. Which, you know, what are you gonna do? They did actually spend some on EV development last year, so you know, who cares? They're spending money how they want to spend it. It's GM. They'll do that. Anyway. All right. So, it is time to read a political document from the state, the beautiful state of Wyoming. Now, you're probably going... I don't know if this is a political document, but it's definitely a legal document. It's pretty spicy. I'm confused by your not... This is not political statement. Because it's 100% political. It might be, but, you know, it's official legislation. Well, that's true. It's a a proposed bill for the state of Wyoming Senate to vote on. uh, And, of course, apparently they're going to vote on it on on January 13th, 2023, though the vote has not happened yet. This website confuses me. Anyways, um, this proposal... uh, Senate Joint Resolution number SJ0004 uh, is titled The Phasing Out of Electric Vehicle Sales by 2035. Now you're probably a bit confused. Like a lot of people are trying to phase out gas, combustion cars or gas cars by 2035. That just said quite the opposite. Well, maybe it was a typo. You know, everyone makes a mistake. So let's get into sponsored by uh, Senator Boner. Um, this is the joint resolution expressing the support for phasing out the sale of new electric vehicles in Wyoming by 2035. Whereas oil and gas production has long been one of Wyoming's proud valued industries. And whereas the oil and gas industry of Wyoming has created countless jobs and has contributed revenues to the state of Wyoming throughout the state's history. And whereas since its invention, the gas-powered vehicle has enabled the state's industries, businesses to engage in uh, commerce and transport goods resources more efficiently through the country. And whereas, 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 whereas phasing out the sale of new electric vehicles in Wyoming by 2035 will ensure the stability of Wyoming's oil and gas industry and will help preserve the country's critical minerals for vital purposes hallelujah i i don't know uh so minor side note uh if you want to know where the the uh the what is the the proposition or whatever it's called is it was referred to the joint council for minerals business and economic development of wyoming yes uh they are currently uh Debating it. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) 
I have a feeling they're just not really talking about it because you know. I, I have a, I have kind a of a joke bill. The but... competent people in the, I, I hope, I pray, that Wyoming, it, I hope and pray that there's some Republicans out there who will not take this bill seriously. Like, well, this just... is Wyoming we're talking about, though. They yeah, don't but really you're just exist. limiting business. Yeah, but it's also Wyoming we're talking about. It's not like they care. Like I shouldn't say conservative because libertarians would be way against this bill. And this is a this is a proper Republican bill. Let me just say I don't even I didn't even think this is a proper Republican bill. I think this is a Wyoming moment right here. I, a certified <laughs> Wyoming moment. Yeah, I mean I, I I don't even have words. This is a proper meme. They're they're straight up meeting on us. There were other people that sponsored this bill, but I just like saying Senator Boner. Yes. He's actually the second person listed, other than Senator Anderson is the first, but whatever. Well. Senator Senator Anderson, your name's not as funny. But your bill is hilarious, I'll give you that. It is. BMW has started production on a solid-state battery line. Now... You're probably wondering, why? <laughs> that, that's a really strange thing to even care about. What even is a solid-state battery? What is going on? This doesn't make any sense. Well, basically, to sum it up really quickly, a solid-state battery is just basically uh, a more fancy battery that you can make cheaper, faster, lighter, and better than a lithium-ion battery, which you know is all-around good. Uh, I do believe it requires less heavy metals too, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. Anyway, BMW has licensed the technology from Solid Power, uh, which is a company that's been developing this for quite a few years now. They're also licensing the manufacturing techniques to produce these batteries. Uh, and apparently they're, they might actually start using them in cars, which will be interesting. Because, um, you know, lighter, better batteries is overall a pretty good thing for evs uh so we'll see how that goes i don't know we'll we'll keep you updated on that one speaking of keeping you updated we have one last little story for you from shelby american now shelby american is producing a limited run of brand new mustangs uh of 100 care shelby centennial editions because it's his and it's his 100th birthday. <laughs> yes. Um, anyways, so Centennial Ford Mustangs. Um, now you're probably wondering, when will Shelby Mustang baby? Using the 2023 Ford Mustang GT as a base, the Centennial Edition honors its founder with a specialty badging throughout the car while cranking the power output from 450 horsepower to an impressive 750 horsepower. All 100 of these limited-run Carroll Shelby Centennial Edition Mustangs have been reserved at uh, four, uh, four hundred, uh, $49,995 on top of the price of the car. I find this interesting because this 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 car like wasn't even announced and they've sold all 100. That's how popular Shelby is for you. Well, yeah, but that's also just how business works in the car market. <laughs> yeah. You know how it goes. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you want to buy a Ferrari, you have to uh, be nice to Ferrari. Well, that's not true if you buy one of the really cheap ones. 
Well, yeah, but that's how you end up being nice to them. Oh yeah, that's how. It... <laughs> you had you either have to buy a really cheap one or you have to buy a used one. Yeah, or both. Well, anyway. a, a, a middle used one, because I do know for a fact that if you try and buy like a 250 GTO from auction and Ferrari has nothing to do with it, if they don't deem you worthy, they will try and sue you because that happened once. <laughs> Ferrari are a bunch of bastards. That's what we're saying. Anyway, uh, yeah, Carroll Shelby, nice guy. He's dead, but, you know, he's been for dead for a little while. God now. bless. So... Speaking of Le Mans, it came full circle, Peter. We started and ended at Le Mans. Isn't that great? I was originally going to name this episode Solid State Crude Oil, but now I think I'm going to name it uh, I Le Mans. No, no, I'm still going to name it Solid State Crude Oil. And on that bombshell...